I'm Kyle Mylan, and after 20 years in manufacturing, nobody knows more than me about industrial marketing and technical sales. Content marketing, content creation, you've heard of it before. We talk about it all the time. It is what's most relevant and important to get brand awareness, sales, revenue, increase your pipeline, and everything around that. If you don't have a strategy, though, you're going to produce a piece of content, you're going to put it out there, it's not going to get the views, it's not going to do what you expect it to do with your revenue and brand awareness, and then you're going to be not as likely to push forward with any more content and just throw that strategy in the garbage. So we're going to go through the first three steps of it in this two-part series to lay out the best strategy so you can get the success faster and struggle less with your creation. First thing you're going to start with is the why. Why are you creating content? Why are you going to put the effort, the money into doing it? You've got to have a strategy behind the why, otherwise you're not going to want to do it. So looking at the why, we're going to break it down into three main categories. It's either going to be for SEO, it's going to be for brand awareness, or it's going to be for some sort of advertising. Looking at it from an SEO standpoint, the why would you want to create content for SEO is that's the way that you're going to get new traffic to your site with new keywords, new trends, new themes that you're going to want to go after. Whatever your site is currently set up as for optimization for your on-page and off-page SEO, it's going after these themes and phrases that you've set up from the beginning based on your business at that point. But if you want to go long tail keywords, if you want to go to something with a new trend, if you want to dive deeper into a specific service or a product or anything like that, then you're going to want to create content, a lot of content around it, because that's going to support at the foundation of your overall SEO plan. So if you look at your SEO like a pyramid with your main keyword theme and phrase at the top, then the supporting foundation is going to be all of those blog posts and all that content. So from an SEO standpoint, it's extremely important to create content. You're showing Google that you're creating content. You're showing Google that you're a subject matter expert. Now you have tens of thousands of words or videos, tens of hundreds of minutes of videos of content talking about specific subjects, which, which from a Google standpoint is going to be like, this guy, this girl, this company, they know what they're doing. Let's keep boosting them up. And it's just going to keep increasing your rankings. Now, if you have your SEO set up properly in the beginning, before you go heavy into content, then it's going to make it that much faster and better for your main themes and key keyword phrases to increase. So that's the why behind the SEO. People have been talking about this for years. You have to do it strictly from an SEO standpoint. Even if you do the basic things like what is this or how does this work? It's not anything that's going to provide a ton of value, but it's going to show Google that you know things and those are going to be high search phrases to push you up the rankings. The next one's going to be brand awareness. You want to be viewed as a subject matter expert to your target demographic, just like you do to Google. So it's the same type of mindset, the same type of uh, strategy that you're going to have. It's going to be brand awareness. You need to pump out content. There's so much noise in all the platforms and all the social and email and the internet in general. There's so much noise there. The person that's producing the most content is going to get the most attention and you're fighting for those positions against everybody else. So from a brand awareness standpoint, subject matter expert, and you're trying to beat out the noise. So you have to pump out as much content as possible. From an advertising standpoint, why would you want to create content for advertising? That is the only way that you're going to be able to put an advertisement piece in front of somebody, regardless of what the platform is, and you need a piece of content to put in front of them to entice them to click into whatever you're trying to do, whether it's going to a landing page, whether it's going to your website, whether it's watch a video, do some sort of squeeze page or read a white paper, whatever it is, you're trying, you need something to put out there in front of them. And that's going to be a piece of content. You're not just going to say, Hey, we're cool. And this is why you need some piece of content 
for that advertising campaign and it has to be relevant. So now you've got the why down, we've got to look at the what. What are you actually going to create and what is going to be the most effective for your target demographic and what you guys do? Breaking these down, you've got written word, which is going to be blogs and articles. You've got audio with podcasts. You've got video to put out there on advertising and things like that. And then you've got the branded graphics or some sort of graphic image. Looking at the blogs first, whether you call them a blog, an article, a white paper, put them in your news section, regardless of what you're calling it, you're talking about written word. The importance and the the reason why you want to do this is that some people still out there, and it's a ton of them, still like to read content. And if that's what you're good at, then you need to write content for it. Just because you want to do video because it's more engagement doesn't mean that you should. It's not meant for everybody. Just same thing with people that are making videos. They don't like to write, nor are they good at it. They're not gonna, they should not then go and write blog articles and white papers and case studies. So looking at the blog, it's extremely important. It's something that somebody can read passively. You want to create that so that way they can take it with them on the go. They can read it in between things. It's not something they have to pay attention to, you know, live, real time, and just view it. They can come back to it, pick it up where they left off. The next one's going to be on the podcast. Podcasts have been around forever and increasing their their level of activity and engagement from the community. It's something where it's more of a passive listening experience where you can turn on the vlog, lock your phone, cut the grass, do the dishes, do whatever you want, go about your day, go for a run in your car, and you don't have to pay attention to it like you do a blog or watch something like you do a video. So podcasts are great if you have the setup, if you have topics, if you have people that you could bring into it, if there's another personality you could bring, Podcasts are great for that. They're going to continue to increase their popularity. They've kind of gone up and down over the last few years with videos increase, but you want to take a look at that if you are comfortable doing that type of podcast. The video side, you can get into it cheap with just your phone. You can do it native on social. Video is the most engaging in 2019. It was at the end of 2018. It's going to continue to fight, in my opinion, with audio and the podcast side as YouTube keeps pushing out and gets bigger and bigger, it is the number two search engine. So video, you can start off cheap or you can go fancy with it, but video is going to get the most engagement. The last one's going to be branded graphics. Branded graphics or graphics in general is just going to be a static image with words on it. This is something that you still need to do. However, it is the least effective at times depending on the platform. This is something that you wouldn't be able to do the best if you don't have a creative department or an agency doing it for you. But these are things that you can throw out for advertising, Not so much for SEO, but you can put alt tags behind them. But this is something, brand awareness, you can throw these out easily, you can do a ton of them and get that information out there about your brand. Now we've gone over why you're making content, what you're gonna be making, let's talk about who are you making this content for. I look at this as one of two categories. Either this is somebody that you're eventually, either now or in the future, trying to sell to, or this is somebody that you're not necessarily trying to sell to, you're just trying to get brand awareness or company exposure out there. So from a prospect standpoint, sales standpoint, you got to look at the target demographic of what are their titles, their functions, what's the persona, the buyer persona behind it, and go through that process to really understand, like, this is who you're going after. They're going to want a specific type of content. There's going to be things that work better than others, which go into the creative, but you have to identify that first. It's a lot different if you're making this for a Fortune 500 company versus a Fortune 1000 company or a fortune 100 company in different types of personas of departments you need to fit your creative behind that so going through that process and mapping out and be like who is this going to be basically driven towards 
and thinking also one step ahead, what do I want them to do at the end of this? Do I want them to go someplace and get into more of a transactional sales role? Do I want them just to consume the content and just know about the brand because I'm gonna keep hitting them with more and more content? You have to think about that first. From the non-sales standpoint, from a non-prospect, just looking at brand awareness and building that company brand out there, this is where you can look into, is it from a media standpoint? Is it producing content for employees to, to like and share and feel proud of? That, that side of it is gonna be less focused on, you want them to do something specifically that's gonna be transactional with, that can affect your bottom line, but if you're producing content for people that could eventually come back around because they know somebody that knows somebody and they've got some outlet and then they can push it out through that avenue or if they're gonna bring you into a speaking event or bring you into a trade show or think that you're a subject matter expert and they're a publishing company and they do the, the magazine for your local trade or your industry, producing content that's driven towards them is gonna make them more likely to come to you and say, hey, can you produce some content on this platform? I'm gonna push it out there, which then goes back to sales because it's to your target demographics. So it's all full circle with the exception of the employees aspect, but looking at those two main categories of who you're going after with this content, looking at the demographic and the persona behind it is gonna make it a lot more easier when you get into creative and the hows, which we'll cover in part two, how exactly are you gonna do this and when are you gonna do it? And that will make it a lot easier and more efficient if you cover these areas first. Well, that's it for this episode. If you got value out of it, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with one person you know. And if you can, leave me a review because it really helps me out. If you want to check out my other content, go over to YouTube. I've got a channel over there as well as find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook under my name, Kyle Mylan. I will see you on the next one.